Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Hello my loves, how are you today? I am doing well. It's actually cold and rainy here in Florida today, which is a bit unusual. But we went out and we had a nice long hike this morning and it, it felt really good. It was kind of like a, a brisk cold where it's just got enough bite to let you know that you're alive. <laughs> and now I'm in the studio and recording Banana, my little doggie. She's snuggled up in her bed beside me and she usually does that when I'm in here recording. So if you guys hear like light jingle bells in the background of any of these episodes. Um, That's Banana. She has uh, bells on her collar so we can, you know, keep track of her because she likes to run free in the woods quite a bit. So we've had a nice day and I was all set to come in here and record. I actually have some episodes prepared in advance, killing it. (laughs) Um, But I had something come up in a session the other day with a client that is something that I have worked on myself, and it actually comes up with probably more than half of my clients. And of course, you know, I'm a life coach for women um, and some men, but mostly women who are struggling with chronic anxiety, perfectionism, whether that's, you know, the perfectionist prostration, which has you just always going, going, chasing this, you know, never ending goal of of being good enough, or if it's the kind that keeps you frozen and keeps you from, you know, taking any action towards your goals, because it won't be the right action, or you might fail. And then so of course, connected to that, I help people overcome imposter syndrome and excel at their careers. I I help women, you know, starting businesses. I help women with relationships and family connections and all kind of, you know, deep, important stuff. (laughs) But, you know, some of the work that I do is actually very interesting. It's related to this topic and it seems small, but when you really dig into the thoughts behind it, it's a huge deal. And what is this that I'm referring to? It is the laundry. Yes, the laundry. I help women with the laundry. (laughs) So don't worry, even if you don't have any issues at all with laundry, stick around because it's very fascinating why um, this is such an issue and anyone can learn from it because it's never the circumstance that's the issue. It's always our thoughts. So even when I'm talking about something that you don't experience, you can still learn from the information about the thoughts going on behind it and how to identify, you know, thoughts that are causing problems and change those. So yeah, the laundry is is a big struggle for many women. And it's very fascinating how we fixate on that. I mean, career women, women who are home with multiple children, one of my clients, her husband was suffering with cancer. And 
you know, just all these different areas of life and all these things going on and still laundry is a huge concern (laughs) for everyone. Um, And so I often joke that if I ever wrote a book, it's going to be called The Laundry Can Wait. So what is the deal then with laundry? The problem is, and it's, it's kind of like we've talked about, there can be a resistance for many people to doing the laundry or having time to do it all. And we're trying to do it all. And that's one of the things that gets caught up is like, oh my gosh, the laundry. I haven't done the laundry. I need to do the laundry. And, you know, it creates this big resistance about doing the laundry. And, you know, a lot of anxious or even perfectionist clients are like, why is this such a big deal? Why do I have so much anxiety and resistance towards doing the laundry? And then, you know, I even had one that added an extra layer to it that was so fascinating and accurate. You know, she was like, I put it off and put it off. And then I I finally, I just, you know, have to do it and I do the laundry. And then I realized that it wasn't that bad. And then I beat myself up and say, see, it wasn't that bad. You should have just done it when you first thought of it. (laughs) So that's the easy part to go after first is that part where, you know, when you procrastinate something that you don't want to do, in this example, the laundry, notice how, you know, if you could hold on to that moment and be like, hmm, yeah, that actually wasn't that bad and didn't take that long. That would help, right? Next time you thought about doing the laundry, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember. It felt good for it to be done. It was out of the way. It didn't take as much time as I thought. It was great. I could just do the laundry. No big deal. That would be very helpful, right? But instead of staying in that moment, we, many of us, we jumped right ahead to, you know, oh, my gosh, why didn't I just do that? And beating yourself up again. So (laughs) here you are resisting it, fighting it, beating yourself up probably about, how you were resisting and fighting it and just getting it done. And then even after you get it done, you can't feel good because you're beating yourself up that you didn't do it at the right time. A lot of beating yourself up and telling yourself, you know, you're lazy, you're not a good housemaker or partner or person even because you can't get the laundry done. And you're wondering why you have resistance to it. (laughs) There's nothing good about it. There's no positive feelings around that for you. So, of course, you're going to have some resistance. And, you know, that's kind of the light version there of beating yourself up. But when you really look at that, I mean, look at the pressure. I mean, it's amazing the pressure that we put on ourselves around something like that. I mean, it's like, I don't want to do the laundry. I'm procrastinating the laundry. Well, I'm a procrastinator. I don't get stuff done. I'm lazy. I'm not a good person. I should be able to get the laundry done. What's wrong with me? Why am I making such a big deal about this? You know, we're making doing or not doing the laundry mean so much about who we are as a person. I mean, think about that. It's the laundry. It doesn't have anything to do with who you are as a person. And one good way to think about that and how I always have people think about something when they're shooting themselves or they're trying to force themselves to do something is, can you think of someone who is the thing you're saying that you're not going to be if you don't do it, who is that thing and doesn't do it? Can you think of someone who is, say, a good mother or a good partner who doesn't do the laundry? I'm sure you can. 
Like, I'm sure that you have a friend or someone that you know of that you're like, oh, she's so nice. She's so awesome. She's a great friend. She's a great partner. She's a great mom. And she doesn't do the laundry. And if you can't, then you probably just have a lot of friends that are struggling with this very issue. I can tell you of some people who fit that. I actually interviewed on my other podcast, Vibrant Life Allies, an amazing woman the other day. She has a PhD in nursing and she's got four kids and she runs her own business. So whenever she got to where she could work it in, I guess, and it was you know important to her, she has someone do her dishes and her laundry. That was something that she didn't want on her plate. She didn't want to do it. So she had someone else do it because it doesn't mean anything about who she is as a person if she doesn't want to do the laundry. (laughs) And even if you don't have someone or you're not in a position to get someone to do it right now, it doesn't mean anything about you as a person. And as long as you're, you know, connected to all those stories and, you know, putting all this weight on how you should want to do the laundry, you should get it done at a certain time in a certain way, as long as it keeps carrying the weight of who you are as a person, (laughs) there's going to be resistance there. I mean, and you've never obviously before done it, you know, consistently and on the schedule that you seem to think is so perfect and was like, oh my gosh, I'm a fantastic person. This is great. I love the laundry. Because if you had, then you would just keep doing it that way. But as it is, you've had no positive connection with it whatsoever. So I know it seems like a small thing, but if you really look at those kind of thoughts and even working on them with something like the laundry can roll over into all these other parts of your life where there are things that you are beating yourself up about or forcing yourself to do and you're miserable And it's because of those stories of what it means about you as a person if you do that or if you don't do that. And, you know, that's one of the great things I think for me and for my clients about working with a coach is they don't even realize all the areas of their life in which these stories affect them. You know, it's it's everything from why you're not starting your own business, why you're not writing that book you want to write, starting that podcast, or even like starting a hobby or starting some kind of exercise program that you like, you know, all these things seem so monumental to you. And you don't know why, because you're not able to see those thoughts that are holding you back. And that's when, you know, if you work with a coach, they can help you see, you know, where you're creating this resistance and where you're believing thoughts that aren't right, and they aren't true for you. And anytime you're believing thoughts that aren't true, they're going to cause resistance and pain for you. So, you know, (laughs) in this case, believing that whether or not you do the laundry, when you do the laundry, those kind of things, believing that that means you are a certain type or not a certain type of person is not helpful, (laughs) Right. If you're like, I'm not doing the laundry, I'm procrastinating again. Oh, great. I'm a procrastinator. Okay. Well, you could also be saying that about projects at work and other big projects in your life. And that's that bottom thought there that's causing you those issues is I'm a procrastinator. And that's just a thought. That's not true. You're just saying I'm a procrastinator because the past is over. So if you've procrastinated in the past, okay, now is the present. It's the only time. The past is over. The future has not happened. 
Are you a procrastinator? That's your thought. If you're like, no, I'm not. I'm going to go do the laundry. Or, no, I'm not a procrastinator, but I don't want to do the laundry right now. I want to go do X. (laughs) Right? Then now you're like, well, if I do that, then the laundry won't get done. Well, it wasn't going to get done anyways if you were in the process of procrastinating it. All you've done now is removed all the negative emotions. And the more you work on, you know, not beating yourself up about the laundry, it's not that the laundry is going to pile up and everyone in your household is going to end up naked. (laughs) You know, the truth is you're going to take away the negative feelings that are associated with that and you're going to start being like, oh, yeah, I remember it's not that bad. It doesn't take that much time. And then on top of that, if you're not beating yourself up at the end of it, like, why didn't I go ahead and do this? I could have done this. Now I'm doing it at the wrong time or, you know, <laughs> whatever you're telling yourself. Instead of having those stories, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, that was actually really easy. It didn't take as much time as I thought. And then you're going to start connecting more positive experiences and thoughts and feelings to that action and you're not going to resist it as much. I'm not saying you're going to fall in love with doing the laundry, <laughs> but it's not going to be such a monumental thing because it's not saying anything about who you are as a person. That's one of the examples of, you know, we take something small like the laundry and then it becomes this big life-size issue because you're making it mean something about you as a person when it doesn't. Plenty again, plenty of people don't like to do the laundry. <laughs> And if they, you know, can find a way not to, they don't. And so that's the meat, right? That's the really big issues behind it. Like, what are you making anything from the laundry to, you know, your project at work or whatever it is that you're resisting and hating and constantly procrastinating? What are you making it mean about you? How you do it, when you do it, if you do it, you know, look at those thoughts and start picking those thoughts apart, right? Identifying patterns and working through those thoughts, putting them through the thought stairs and, you know, and questioning them so that you can loosen those beliefs up, like the belief that you're a procrastinator, can loosen those up and then start believing thoughts that are more true for you. You're not a procrastinator. You just don't like the laundry. Even that, that thought, it may not serve you because, telling yourself you don't like the laundry isn't going to make you want to do it, but it's better than beating yourself up and saying, oh, this is a character flaw that I'm a procrastinator, that I'm too lazy to do the laundry, those kind of thoughts. Moving to, I'm not a procrastinator, I just don't really like the laundry. Okay. And then moving from that to, laundry is just one of the things that I have to do. I can work it into my schedule and it doesn't take that long and I, I can get it done. And I like the way I feel when I get it done. You know, I like having clean clothes. (laughs) And just moving through that ladder until you get to the point where it's just like, I do the laundry when I want to do the laundry. And it's not a problem. And even something as small as that can really change your life. Not because now you're getting the laundry done, which is awesome. But because you're no longer making something so small as that beat you up and bring you down as a person, which is a huge thing. You know, if you can't even be in your home and be relaxed for a moment without saying what a horrible person you are because the laundry's not done, then think about how that affects all of your life, how you're showing up with your family, how you're showing up at work. It's a lot of judgment for the task. 
<laughs> Not that we should judge ourselves over any task, but it's, it's definitely, at least for me, a small task, which we give great power to. And also just a little, like some practical tips, because that's going to take some time and work, some thought work um, and sitting with and working through to have that actually kick in. So in the meantime, practical tips. Um, I talked with another coach that I, that I was actually interviewing also for Vibrant Life Allies. She talked about, you know, bringing more playfulness and fun into our lives and into, you know, tasks that we may not normally find as appealing, but need to be done, you know, as part of our home life, family life, work, whatever it might be. So, you know, just as a practical tip, like what are ways you can make the laundry easier or more fun? You know, um, I, I remember back when I was working through this as well, like my coach had mentioned to me, like, you know, maybe you have a favorite show that you want to watch. You can be like, okay, well, I can watch this show during the laundry time or I can listen to my favorite podcast. You know, you can do things while you're doing laundry that you also enjoy. So you're making a positive connection with those activities there. Or I found this recently Um, what works for me. And (laughs) maybe everyone knows this. But what I found is having this huge pile of laundry that I've washed and now I have to put away was a problem for me. And so I was then I was like picking through the laundry looking for the items that I needed. I was telling myself I didn't have time to put it all away, which of course was an optional thought that wasn't true. But I realized that If I just got these little baskets, which I got off of Amazon for like $10, they have cute patterns and some of them even have like positive sayings, you know, like be happy or laundry today or naked tomorrow is, you know, cute, fun stuff. And when I take my clothes off, it's easy to throw them in a basket by the way that I would sort them or look for them, you know, like here's my work clothes, here's my weekend sweatshirts and sweatpants. And then here's my socks and sports bras and all the little things that I'm normally losing and can't find in these big piles of laundry. And then I just like, okay, let me go wash the socks and sports bras and stuff. I wash them, they come out, they all go in the same area, put them away, ta-da. And, you know, I was like, why didn't I think of this before? And that ties into some of the things we've talked about before. When you're having anxiety right? You're having all these thoughts, all these judgments, you know, attacking yourself about who you are (laughs) over the laundry. You're not going to think of, of creative ways to handle it. You know, even if they're obvious, I was like, wow, this is a total game changer. I wonder if the world knows about this. And then at the same time, I was like, yeah, probably a lot of people do. It seems obvious, (laughs) but those kind of things don't come to you when you're trapped in the stories in your mind. You know, and there could be all kinds of fun things you could do or ways you can make the laundry easier or more enjoyable. And as long as it means something about who you are as a person and, you know, what kind of wife or partner or housemaker or whatever you are, it's going to be harder to see those things because you're looking at what you think is more important, like your character. (laughs) So once you start realizing that the laundry has nothing to do with your character and who you are as a person, then, you know, it's not that big a deal. And your brain isn't in anxiety mode trying to figure out if it needs to fight or freeze or run away from the laundry. So I know that there's a little humor here to today's episode, but 
also just, you know, very true and very important to see how even something like the laundry can spin us into these really serious stories about who we are. So I encourage you to um, work on that this week. And again, for you, it might not be laundry, but look at the things in your life that you're resisting or procrastinating and then see if there are any thoughts about who that makes you as a person that you're doing those things or that you're not doing them or that you're not doing them at the right time. And, you know, see if you can start loosening those beliefs and how that will help loosen the resistance to the activities and allow you to actually get them done without, you know, all the negative emotions and beating yourself up. And if you're like, I hear what you're saying, it sounds great, I'm not really sure how to apply this to my situation, then, you know, please reach out. My consult link is in the show notes, you know, or if you don't need a consult and you're just like, please, let's get started, you can shoot me an email. I would be more than happy to work with you. Like I said, I can help you overcome chronic anxiety and the stress of perfectionism. And, you know, I can help you just live happier in your daily life, get the laundry done, whatever it might be. Um, That's the beauty of thought work. It helps us manage our mind in any situation so that we can see more clearly and, you know, have thoughts that serve us and give us more positive emotions. So please feel free to reach out. I'd love to chat about how we could work together and go out there. Enjoy your day. Maybe the laundry is a part of that. I don't know. (laughs) But only if you can work through and feel good about it and allow yourself to be like, hey, I got the laundry done. That's good. Feels good. Not a problem. (laughs) So good luck with that today. And I look forward to next time. 